This is episode 170, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, part 11, Finding That Little Something. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today as we begin another amazing, amazing week. I truly hope that this week will be amazing for you, you know, and a big part of that, regardless of what happens, even if you have things that aren't amazing that happen to you, you can make it amazing by really tuning in to your practice of gratitude. That's why I started this series, this Monday series in the last couple months with the obstacles to gratitude and now the daily gratitude practice where we're finishing that up. But I hope that this Monday series has really impacted your life. If anything, if you take one thing from it, it's your ability to be able to change whatever has happened to you, whether it's a small thing, a big thing, and get back to what matters most in life. And a big part of that really is your ability to have a daily gratitude practice. So my challenge with you, uh, to you is to pick three of these habits at least that I'm sharing with you in these episodes. In each one, I give you different ways to do it, but three habits and commit to them for at least 14 days. Share about your experience in the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. If you haven't joined that yet, take a look. You don't need to get a free book or anything like that. It's for everybody. If you do want to get the free book that comes with all that stuff, there's a free mini course, free book that I published. Super excited about it called The Gratitude Map. Everything that I've learned about gratitude in the last 10, 15 years of blogging, writing, podcasting, being a coach, being a professional athlete, being a personal growth junkie. I've put it all in there for you and it's totally free. So go check it out, thegratitudemap.com. I absolutely love, love, love sharing this stuff with you because it's made such a big part. It made a huge difference in my life, everything, being a huge part of everything from my motivation to my productivity my emotional control, my my stress, everything has been affected by my ability to just be present, get back to gratitude. And that's really the message that I want to share with you and inspiring you that you have the ability to take control over whatever happens in your life through gratitude. Today we're talking about the 11th habit. We got two more to go today and the next one. They're, they're really powerful, simple habits. These are timeless habits. And the 11th habit is called find that little something. And that's just basically my cute way of labeling being present. You know, I have a quote by one of my favorite digital mentors. I say digital because he's passed away, but Alan Watts, if you know who Alan Watts is, I absolutely love Alan Watts. He's been a huge influence in my, my own life through a lot of the recordings and lectures that he's given, but huge, huge author, speaker, philosopher, um, very Zen, very cool stuff. And if you can find stuff on YouTube, you can just type in uh, Alan Watts, chill step, Alan Watts remix. And there's so many cool lectures that people have taken and put it through some really cool, like background music and stuff. Very, very powerful stuff. You know, there's nothing like turning that stuff on, going outside, looking at the night sky and just reflecting on life in the universe. It's like one of the best. So he has a quote that says, I have realized that the past and future are real illusions, that they exist in the present, which is what there is and all that there is. 
So none other than Alan Watts was my favorite quote for this particular topic because we're talking about being present. Finding that little something, the reason I phrased it this way, is finding that little bit of something in the present moment that is interesting to you, that is new, that is different, that is intriguing, that has a little bit of awe. You know, a lot of times when we think, oh, I need to meditate or I need to be present, there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. We have to achieve something because we're such overachievers in this culture and we have to push, push, push. And even being present and mindful becomes an achievement. And it's so silly, but that's the way we think about it. We have to quiet our mind. And, you know, you try and quiet your mind, but then as you think about quieting your mind, you know, you're filling it up with quieting your mind. So ultimately, when I say find that little something, it's about finding that little bit of something that you can put your attention on in the present moment and say, huh, that's interesting. You know, like for example, right now, as I record this episode, I'm looking straight at my laptop. I just bought this new webcam and there's these little little design features on the sides where the speakers are, I guess. It's got these little pores, you know, little tiny holes in there. And I never really noticed those before. Like I'm looking at it now. I've had this camera for weeks. And as I'm talking to you about finding that little something, I see this little detail that I really didn't notice before. And by tuning into that right now, in the present moment, you realize that you're in this continually changing new present moment every every second, every minute, every hour, continually unfolding. And that's phenomenal because our mind runs away. One of the biggest obstacles to being grateful is just the mind itself. The mind is always running on something in the past, obsessing about something in the future. It's never in the here and now. And if we can train ourselves to rein it in, to rein our senses, and that's why we have the body. The body is so valuable because of that, because of the senses. The senses allow us to live a sensual life, to live in the present moment, to sense, to tune in, to listen. And when we are thinking, we're not listening. So the senses are very valuable because they allow us to rein the mind back in, into the present moment. And the way to do that is to just find that little something, to find one little thing, to, to listen to your surroundings, to be able to pay attention and say, huh, that's interesting, that's curious, to be able to see those little details and to be amazed by it because it's truly amazing. And in life, the more you learn about life, the more you learn about how everything works, it just gets weirder and weirder. You know, I love studying quantum mechanics and biology and just learning how things work because I just find it so fascinating. And you don't have to share that interest, but look, it's your ability to pay attention. Your ability to pay attention, regardless of what your interests are, is the key. You and I may have different interests, but our ability to pay attention is what matters. And your ability to see the detail, to see more, you know, when you walk around, let's say your neighborhood or a place that you've been before, the mind labels it and says, oh, this is familiar. I've been here before. You know, nothing to worry about. And you just move about your day. But the reality is you haven't been there before. You have not been where you are right now, ever. So right now, as you're listening to me and my voice, wherever you happen to be, whether you're in your car, in a room somewhere, obviously be careful if you're driving, but look around you, take a moment and see where are you? You're not, you've never been here before. 
you have never been here before. And the proof is this. Yet, at a level beyond your perception, the atoms in the place that you're in are constantly moving around. The cells in your body, literally, from the beginning of this episode to where you are right now listening to me, they're different. You have 800,000 new cells that are born in your body every second. And however, there are countless hundreds of thousands that die every second. So you are not the same person right now in this instant that you were when you started listening to this episode. The place that you're in is not the same place it was yesterday. Things are constantly shifting. There is nothing ever that stays the same. Now, we assume that it does because the mind's job is to save energy. If your mind would keep track of everything that changes, it, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do anything. You'd be paralyzed with, with analysis, analysis paralysis. You'd be paralyzed. So the point is that we, by default, aren't evolved to keep track of all those changes. So we just assume that it's all the same for convenience sake. But in doing that, we lose our ability to be present and pay attention because we just dismiss it as, oh, this is familiar. You don't want to dismiss it as familiar because nothing, in fact, is actually truly familiar. Every minute, every moment is new. When you really see that, when you really truly get that, it blows your freaking mind every single time. Every time I take a walk in the morning or ride my bike around the neighborhood, I get tuned into the reality that, hey, these bushes or whatever else I'm passing by, it's all new. It's all been recreated since yesterday, literally. And when you train your ability to pay attention by finding that little something, this is the key because it gives you that childlike wonder. You know, the last episode on Monday, we talked about, you know, the, the Wayne Dyer quote about being in tune with your inner child and finding wonder and excitement in, in life and being able to see as a child sees that everything is so magical and that is so important for your happiness. That is so important for your relationship. You know, that is so important for your business to be able to see magic, to see the possibility, to see that things are always malleable and you can recreate them. And we don't get stuck. This is very important. So find that little something. I'm going to give you three different suggestions on how to incorporate this. And again, it's all about really your ability to pay attention. Take this habit along with two others that you really like and practice it every day for 14 days. That's the Hello Grateful Challenge, my challenge to you. If you go get the free book and free mini course, you'll get an email challenge. You get a daily email challenge for 14 days that gives you different materials and different things basically to, to basically do that. It's all free, but it'll keep you on track. Like I said, you've got the Facebook group. So if you really want to dive into this, go ahead. It's on my website, danceoflife.com or thegratitudemap.com. But here we go. Three suggestions to find that little something in your life. So the first one is pick at least two times in your life, in, in the day, where you sit and just ponder change. Ponder the ordinary moment. Ponder impermanence. You know, change is the only thing that's constant. And the ancients knew this. And a lot of their practices like Zen and Taoism and all this stuff it was all centered around change, this fundamental reality of constantly shifting things. And when we tune into that, when we tune into that change, there's so many profound lessons that are continually taught to us and reminded to us. Lessons of forgiveness, lessons of letting go, of being present, of 
you know, impermanence, transience, all these things. I have a little bracelet that I wear, a little coin that says impermanence on it to remind me of this ever-changing moment. There's nothing that ever stands still. You can't hold on to running water from a faucet. And that's a that's a profound thing to continually tune into. And when you tune into that, a lot of the stuff that you find yourself worrying about on a regular basis will start to disappear. That's why it's so important. So find at least two times in the day where for a couple minutes you just literally get quiet. I like to go out in nature and do this. You know, this is always a good thing because you can see things moving. And and they're moving in a different way than they are in regular society, like with cars and trucks and stuff. But even that's good too. I love people watching. I love just seeing things move and just pondering the fact that, you know, again, it's like you can measure the movement of something or the position of something. You can't measure both. This is a, it's called the uncertainty principle in physics. So what that means is, you know, basically, let's say a cat is jumping up and down. Well, the cat that landed is not the same cat that jumped up and down, or jumped up in the beginning. The same thing with this. You're not the same person right now that you were when you started listening to this episode. Now, you have a sense of permanence. You know, you you have a sense of going through time. But in reality, you aren't the same person. And, you know, I'm not going to unpack that idea because it's it's a wormhole and you can look into it. But, you know, it's this idea that we, what are we? You know, what are we? When you really get down to it, what are we? And uh, my answer is awareness. But ultimately, when you see that there's this constantly changing river that you're in, you're floating in it, that is such a profound realization to continually remind yourself of. Very, very beautiful idea. And so try to do that at least twice a day. That's my, and find, make a ritual out of it if you want, or find a place that you like to do it at. But, uh, you know, if it's a park, you know, that kind of thing, do it at least twice a day and journal about it. So the second thing is find a nice spot to people watch. You know, people are such an intriguing, such an intriguing part of life, I think. And just being able to watch and see what are their stories. Like when you really get present, to the fact that everybody has a particular version of the universe that they experience and with their own memories and, and life path and stuff. When we go through life and we're stressed out, we tend to see people as objects that are part of this moving mechanism. So there's a, there's two modes. One of the books in my recommended reading list, uh, which if you, if you get the free book that I'm uh, putting out there, and one of the programs that comes with it, there's a lot of useful stuff. One of them is my recommended reading list. But anyway, one of the books on that recommended reading list is called Leadership and Self-Deception. Very, very good book. Highly recommend it. But there's basically two modes that we're in. If you're stressed out and you're not grateful and life is not a miracle, all that good stuff, that is basically seeing the world as this mechanism that you're in, that you have to fight against. And part of that viewpoint is that people are objects that you have to somehow manage, you know, and avoid or, you know, deal with. The other part is where life is a miracle. Oh my gosh, there's so much amazing things happening and, you know, everything's positive. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be alive. This is miraculous that I'm here. And when you see that, you also see people as people. You see people as their own expressions of this consciousness, of this universal consciousness that we're all part of with their own histories, with their own stories, with their own memories. 
their own little life paths all intersecting. You know, when you go to the airport and you just sit there to watch people, just take in the moment and realize what a what an amazing thing that all these life paths intersected in this particular moment right now. I think it's just fascinating to think about all, all those people's life paths and to kind of mentally create this visual storyboard. And, you know, as you look at the different people, you plot their life on a graph and then they all intersect in this particular moment and to wonder how, how all that happened. What are the odds of that happening? Like how interesting it is that everybody's here right now with their own little life paths and where are they going to, where are they going to meet next? You know, these kind of things would allow your mind to wander, but wander in the present moment. You know, that's really uh, something that helps to reaffirm your your mystery and awe and appreciation for life and that in the present moment. That's really what it's all about. And the third suggestion I have for this, so the first one is pick two where you took two times throughout the day where you sit and ponder impermanence or change. Second one is to do some people watching. And then the third one is to just devote some time during the day to do nothing with no structure and, you know, nothing to do whatsoever. Turn off your phone, literally just do nothing and see what that's like for you. Do you get restless? Do you get, you know, nervous? Do you get worried? Do you get upset? Whatever it is, do you have to fill your time up or are you okay with doing nothing, truly doing nothing? Not sitting and watching Netflix, that's distracting yourself, but being okay with nothingness. That's a very important skill. And the more you train that, the more space you'll create in your mind to be able to enjoy the present moment, just literally sitting there and being present. Can you sit there and be present on the patio for 10, 20 minutes? Can you sit anywhere and do nothing? Sounds really simple, maybe cliche. But it's a lot harder than you think, and it takes some practice. And when you can become okay with that, that is when you'll find that little something. You'll be trained your mind to pay attention for mystery, for complexity, for miracles in any regular moment. You know, the ordinary and the extraordinary are not that different. All they need is a little extra. And that's why I called this Find That Little Something. Because ultimately, it's about finding that little extra in every little moment. Every moment is a new moment. It's never the same moment. So it's an opportunity to be present. It's an opportunity to discover something, to find beauty, to find something interesting, to find a new idea, to let go of an old idea. There's always an opportunity. But in order to do that, we got to bring that extra through extra attention, extra mindfulness, you know, extra space. You got to bring that into that present moment. And that's what finding that little something's all about. So I hope this episode has helped you embrace being present more, being mindful, finding that space in your life, creating it. Again, you have some amazing, amazing free tools available to you. You got the mini course, you got the free book, check it out. Tell it to your friends. Like I said, it's all free. I really hope to inspire and help people incorporate this into their life as best as possible. So you got the free daily gratitude practice Facebook group. Join that. Share about your journey. Try these habits for 14 days and let us know how it goes. I'm really curious. You know, I love hearing people's stories about how it changed their life. That's something for me that's very uh, meaningful and valuable. So let me know. I'm also on Instagram 
at Tudor Alexander Official. You can check me out there too. But I uh, hope this has been beautiful in your life and you have a wonderful week ahead practicing being present. Every week when I share these, take this habit and practice it. Practice it every day. Twice a day, find those times to be present. Do some people watching. Devote some time to doing nothing. You know, really incorporate this in your life. And I can't wait to hear about how it changes your life, truly. So hope this has been helpful. Share it with your friends if you find value in it. If anybody in your life needs to be more present, maybe sharing this episode will help them out. You never know. So I'll see you guys in the Facebook group. And until then, remember... Remember that quote by Alan Watts, too. You know, I have realized that the past and future are real illusions, that they exist in the present, which is what there is and all that there is. Check out Alan Watts on YouTube. He's really, really cool stuff. I love Alan Watts. And until then, remember that your life truly, truly is a dance. It's a dance between you doing and achieving and creating and being present and connecting to the universe, connecting to what's already there and appreciating. That's the dance. That's the dance of life. And remember that through training and practice, you can learn to dance it well. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.